This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, January 21st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Talley. Here's today's headlines. Trump will do whatever it takes. Ag negotiator, don't worry about China conditions. And Iowa Dems want rule focus. Purdue promises close eye on Chinese sales. Agri-Secretary Sonny Purdue said USDA will be doing its part to make sure that China lives up to commitments to buy $80 billion in U.S. farm products over the next two years. Purdue told reporters at the American Farm Bureau Federation convention in Austin yesterday, USDA will be tracking export sales to China and reporting to the U.S. Trade Representative. The administration could pose punitive tariffs on Chinese exports if China fails to honor its pledges. And China couldn't retaliate, he said. Now take note, Purdue didn't rule out the possibility of a new market facilitation program here in 2020, although he has said repeatedly that farmers should not expect anything beyond the third tranche of payments under the 2019 MFP. Purdue said the president has demonstrated his ability to do whatever it takes to preserve the ag sector in this country. Trump Thanks for standing by me. On Sunday, President Trump used his third straight appearance before the AFBF to tick off what he sees as his accomplishments for ag, starting with the China trade deal. He also made a point in his speech of touting how farmers maintained their support for him despite the impact of his trade war with China. More than anything else, the president said, it proved to me that farmers love America. Now take note. A new Waters of the U.S. rule was widely expected to be announced at AFBF. But on Friday, EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler canceled, without explanation, a planned trip to the convention where he was scheduled to appear yesterday. As of yesterday, the Office of Management and Budget still had not released the rule. AFBF Delegates Debating Dairy Reforms AFBF delegates will wrestle today with new ideas to help dairy producers deal with the industry's ongoing challenges. The delegates are expected to consider resolutions today dealing with reforms to the federal milk marketing order system, something AFBF has been working on for some time. And there's also a proposal endorsing the concept of, quote, growth management, an idea being pushed by Delegates from Vermont and Wisconsin, according to sources, it's not clear how such a system would work, and there is no defined plan the delegates will be considering. Purdue, headed to EU. Secretary Purdue will be traveling next week to Europe with stops in Belgium and the Netherlands, as well as Rome. In Belgium, he'll meet with EU ag ministers and take a farm tour. In Holland, he'll visit a research university, and then in Rome, He has meetings with the U.N. Food and Agriculture Organization and World Food Program, as well as his Italian counterpart. And looking ahead, well, the Secretary told AFBF members he wants to use this year to communicate to the public the value of U.S. agriculture. And to that end, he'll use USDA's annual Ag Outlook Conference in February to release a report comparing the cost of food in the United States to prices per se in France. China's market conditions not a threat to ag imports. Chinese Vice Premier Liu He raised concerns among farmers when he said at the signing of the trade deal that the Chinese purchases of U.S. farm products would be, quote, based on market conditions. But Greg Dowd, chief ag negotiator with the office of the U.S. Trade Representative, says 
There's no reason for producers to worry. Dowd said, we don't expect China to buy U.S. soybeans in the middle of the Brazilian harvest. We don't expect them to buy from the U.S. when the U.S. is more expensive. But that doesn't mean that the commitment is any less. The commitment is still a commitment. Beef boom, likely this spring. Dowd said the U.S. beef could be shipping to China in large quantities as early as May. He said, quote, I know everyone wants instant gratification, but these things take time. We still have to figure out how to get the facilities listed in China, what the protocol is for labeling on the package, and lots and lots of other details. The U.S. to make WTO reform a priority this year. For months, the World Trade Organization has been waiting to hear what it will take for the U.S. to stop blocking new appointees to the dispute settlement body's appellate court. But the other 163 nation members could find out soon. Dowd told a gathering of wheat farmers on Friday the WTO appellate board will take center stage for the USTR this year, but he remained tight-lipped on any details. Dowd said, quote, what I'm going to tell you is this. This is a big topic for 2020, and that will be led by my boss, Ambassador Robert Lighthizer. The WTO appellate body ceased to function in December thanks to the U.S., and member countries continue to scramble for solutions. Dowd was mum on the issue. He said, quote, I'm not going to talk about it. Iowa Dems don't give up on rural voters. Democrats in Iowa want their party's nominee to make an effort to win over rural voters in November. That according to a new poll by the group Focus on Rural America. Some 52% of the likely caucus goers who were surveyed last week said they preferred a candidate who will try to appeal to rural voters over one who makes it a priority to increase urban turnout. Some 28% preferred making urban voters the priority. About 86% of those surveyed said the party's nominee should compete for rural votes, while 9% said rural voters should be written off as a lost cause. Some 65% of the likely Democratic caucus goers said that the EPA's granting of exemptions from the federal biofuel mandates would hurt President Trump in November. And the horse race? Well, former Vice President Joe Biden leads the race in Iowa. He was the choice of 24% of likely caucus goers, according to this poll. But 29% of those surveyed said Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar was the best candidate for rural voters. Mexican sorghum imports higher than expected. Mexico will be producing less and importing more sorghum for the 2019-20 marketing year. That according to a new analysis from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service office in Mexico City. FAS analysts are now predicting Mexico will need to import 670,000 metric tons of sorghum. That's 120,000 tons more than USDA officials forecast and about 70,000 more than the previous year. Almost all of Mexico's imports come from the U.S. Here's today's He Said It. It's just immoral for country kids rural kids to have to drive to town to do their homework today. That Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue on the lack of high-speed internet service in rural areas. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, January 21st. It's brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.